Hello, you. Welcome to the Turning Tables podcast. I'm John Zani here with Cameron Pierce, the voice of logic and reason. Cameron, how are you doing there? You know, the hey you really just sets me into a mood that makes me very uncomfortable. How are you, Johnny? I'm, I'm pretty good, man. It's uh, raining out here, what we needed. So I'm glad about that, man. Been listening to lo-fi music and just chilling out to it, feeling the vibes. But yeah, other than that, pretty good, man. That's how we're starting the show this week. <laughs> I really, I'm a firm believer in that the weather affects people's moods. And I think that that is no more true than it is today. Cause we are both just so like, just meh today. <laughs> it is a perfect day for lo-fi hip hop. I'll be honest. It was, it isn't yesterday was too. Cause I was, I got to work early cause I was working on my final and uh, it was raining out. I'm just listening to lo-fi and just, uh, yeah, just chilling out, looking out the windows, stuff like that. And it just, yeah, so today I'm feeling that same vibe. So when this is all over, I'll probably do that. But with that being said, let's get into what we jamming. Cam, what are you jamming? Well, other than the normal stuff that I'll just gloss over, because we all know what I'm going to say from the last few weeks, uh, I explored some of the 14 recommendations you gave me last week. Mm -hmm. uh, and by some, I mean four of them. I, <laughs> I have plenty of stuff. Listen, I was doing research for the main topic of this show, which we'll get to later on. But mm. uh, I listened to Lolo, Die Without You, as well as a few of her other songs. Mm. Totally dig it. Very fun. Very, like, kind of in the middle of upbeat and, like, depressed as shit. And I dig that. Mm -hmm. um, I, what else did I listen to? catatonia my twin uh, i listened to a few other songs as well not totally my thing uh but the big one that you recommended that i have been listening to a little bit the last few days is sleep token uh, yeah. this is one of the more interesting bands i've heard in a long time and i and though as i talked about off mic not a huge fan of the vocals uh, i am a huge fan of everything else it's really good I'd recommend you continue listening to it. I recommend you listen to Gods by them. If you haven't already. Yeah, absolutely. I will do that. And uh, an anti-recommendation that you gave me, so basically something that you said wasn't good, I heard for the first time as well. Some of the new Six Feet Under is just, I'm sorry, <laughs> abysmal. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Yeah, I remember. I wish we had a camera rolling because uh, you weren't here, but I wish it was videotaped when I had uh, my reaction to listening to Zodiac because that was the first song I chose to listen to off of it. And I just, yeah, not impressed. And one of the things, too, that blew my mind was how bad the production on that album is. That was my biggest gripe with it. Above all else, the production was just such garbo, dude. It was really, really disappointing. Yeah, but um, the riff on Zodiac irritates me too because usually if it's a new song, I can kind of get an idea of where the lick's going to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, there goes the beat. Okay, yep, doing exactly what I thought it was going to do. Or I'll do the, okay, yep, oh, that's something I didn't think of, but that sounds good. And just the way that riff goes um, – in the at the end of the course or whatever it is just ugh, it drives me nuts a little bit so much of what i listened to just felt like it didn't go anywhere too 
like it just in general, honestly, because it just kind of felt like, I don't know the vocalist name. I know he's kind of like the one standing member of the band that hasn't changed over the years. It just kind of felt like he was riffing over the top of the instrumentals. And I don't mean riffing in terms of guitar riffs. I mean, riffing in terms of like, just kind of slapping vocals on top of a loop. And it was just bleh. What's sad to say too, cause like the old six feet on is pretty good. And uh, I, I still cherish his old shit in Cannibal Corpse. So, but from my, from my end, I have been also binging the shit out of Sleep Token. I love Sleep Token. I think this is going to be my new thing for a bit. Um, I've been, I was listening to Pentagram a little bit. Um, just, I really like that old occultic rock and roll. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, I also was listening to Jack Harlow. Cause I just, I really gotten into him recently. Um, yeah. So I've been really, I've been bumping a lot of J Cole just in general this year because I'm really digging the fucking off season. It's a really good album. So I've been, I've just been riding with that. Um, and then, yeah, I've listened to the new, I'm sorry. I'm like, this is just like dulling out too. Like my, I'm just very exhausted from this past week. Um, yeah, I listened to the new Lord. I've been listening to that more. What was the fucking line I told you? It was actually funny. I think we went over it last week, but you said, dude, I can't believe Lord reinvented renewable energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is still a great line. Yeah. I I, I stole that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind that. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I came up with it, but yeah. Um, oh, I did check out um Darko US. Darko is a really good deathcore band. Um, Tom Barber from Chelsea Gruen, what is in it? Um, oh, okay. So I got really into that. It's really good. More of the high pitched screams that were something kind of like what Tom used to do with Lorna Shaw. Um, I needed to, I needed like a huge boost one morning. So I blasted hot dog by Limp Biscuit over on fucking repeat <laughs> to get me going throughout the day. <laughs> so one of these mornings, all I did was just listen to fucking hot dog on loop. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was wow. Just, what? No, it's just, there's a, there's a contrast there between you and I that I'm noticing. And it's that you needed a pick me up, so you listened to freaking Hot Dog by Limp Biscuit, which I no. will I will occasionally listen to Limp Biscuit when I work out. That's pretty much the extent of my experience with Limp Biscuit. Mm. But when I'm in a mood, I for some reason don't go for pick me ups. I just listen to like my depression therapy music. <laughs> but you do the better thing probably which is you try to get out of it with music whereas i just put myself in that pocket and stay there it's a mixture of the two i mean uh to go on any further i also i mean i had a case of the big sad this week so i did listen to like <laughs> I, I was listening to some of that sad boy music <laughs> and um i did i've been also blasting the shit out of fortitude by gojira because that that is just an amazing masterpiece. Of I I think that album is a borderline masterpiece because I've been listening to it a bunch over the summer. It's so good. And when we go and see them in August with Deftones and Poppy, if they don't play Grind, I will find my way backstage and recite an angry worded, angrily worded poem 
to them about how they should have played grind. That song does not get the love it deserves. It really doesn't. I think grind is the best on the album personally. It's up there. My personal favorite still is probably Newfound. It's good. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, that's my what we jamming. And then also too, we did listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. So we spent a good portion of the show last week discussing Olivia Rodrigo. And we both said we'd listen to it and we'd do kind of, uh, I guess you could call review of the album, more or less a discussion of the album than a song by song review, which we haven't done in a while. But I have a lot of thoughts on this album, but I kind of want to hear, I've already kind of led with some of my thoughts, at least off mic. So you kind of know some of the things I'm going to say. I think I don't know what your thoughts are and I genuinely want to hear. So I think you should open. Um... I don't have as much to say as you're going to have to say. My thing is, musically, I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. It sounds a lot like that um, that pop sound that um, has been coming, been coming in the new wave. It's almost like the sister to like sad boy music, like Black Bear and shit like that. It's more so like but it's a female obviously. And um, it, yeah, it just, it is good. I like it. I like this new style of music that's coming out um, when it's purely done. And I do feel like this was purely done. The instrumentals are good. Production's great. Olivia actually does have a very good voice. Um, just lyrically, it's mundane, the same thing. It's single-minded. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. I don't have much to say, to be honest. It's well, good. I'll continue listening to it. That's the thing is I, I kind of am in the same boat as you are where I actually really, I, I've listened to this album four times in the last week, at least four times. I really like it. And there's a lot of songs individually that I really, really enjoy. However, I completely agree with you with this with this album just being completely single-minded and just being about the same thing over and over again. The first time I listened to this album, which I think was Monday or Tuesday, I spent most of the time laughing after the second or third song because I just was so excited to hear the same story over and over again about how she's so sad that her boyfriend left her and started dating somebody else who she was insecure about two weeks later. It's the exact same thing. Listen, if we're going to make albums that are sticking to the same theme, at least don't repeat basically the same line in every single song. So again, uh, there's individual songs in this record that I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, The big ones being uh, obviously good for you, which we talked about last week. I think deja vu is great. One step forward, three steps back is good. There's songs that I think are, that I think are great, and I don't think that there's really a bad song either. But I would have been happier if these songs had been spread out over a three-album period with other songs not about the exact same fucking thing mixed in throughout those albums as well. Also, just like the in the actual instrumental and production tone of this album stays pretty much the same most of the way through. Uh, you have brutal and good for you which i guess you would say are the more like 
I quote unquote upbeat songs that like kind of make you want to move and groove with them. But then you have Trader, Driver's License, uh, One Step Forward, Three Steps Back, Happier. It's like they're all the same energy level. It's like, and I just feel like there could have been at least one more song that was like loud, quote unquote, that was bigger, I guess. That's my thing. And it's not just with like pop music. It's not directed to her at all. It's in general, I'm not big on most albums that it's the constant same sound and tone the whole time. Um, it lacks dynamic. That's why, you know? Like I do like a little bit of a change. Um, So that's kind of my thing. But again, that's nothing towards her per se. That's in general. Yeah, I also, this this is, you know, this is where I get into the petty shit that I didn't really like about it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the name of the album, Sour, I don't think is a good reflection on the actual content of the record because when I think of Sour, I think of me talking about this album, not I'm sad. Sad and Sour to me are not synonymous with each other. Um, so yeah, very petty thing. I know. Uh, the other thing that I'm very petty about is, again, it's just the fact that everything's just kind of the fucking same thing. And listen, I, oh, you know what? Scratch that. Here's the thing. The biggest, most petty thing about it that I don't like. It's the fact that, fuck, I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you built that up so much I know. to lose it. I know. I had it and it's gone again. Oh, I got it. I got it back. There it's I'm tired. I have a migraine. My brain just isn't functioning the way it should be today. There is through all the talk about how I'm sad, you left me for this other girl. How could I ever love anybody else? All this stuff. Very relatable stuff. Obviously, a, a you know, going for a certain demographic of sad teenage girls that she already had locked down because of her Disney channel shit. The one thing that bugs the shit out of me is that there is not one moment of self-reflection on this album. Not one song where she goes, you know what? I was kind of a bitch sometimes. You know what? I could have been better for you. I could have done, done more to, to make you happy. It's all, I did everything I could and you still left me. Not one moment of self-reflection. And that actually kind of bugs me because it puts an idea in young people's heads that you know oh if somebody leaves me it's just because they're an asshole and i didn't do enough or or i did enough and they are still an asshole that's not the way i was expecting it to go but i i can i can appreciate that (laughs) and i I was the whole time i i'm listening to this album the first time through I got to like the set, maybe eighth or ninth song and I was just kind of like, there's got to be one song. There has to be at least one song where she says, you know what? I could have been better to, uh, you know, to maybe have saved this relationship. Even and, Aaron Lewis has done it. Huh? Even Aaron Lewis has done that. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I also know that I might be being naive here and thinking that she actually wrote all of these songs. And I hope that she did, but knowing how the industry worked, there's a good chance that she was not the only one 
uh, or even the one who had a hand in writing the actual lyrics to this album. So I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt in assuming that she is the one who wrote all these lyrics. And again, I hope that she did. But like I could have used one moment of self-reflection. One moment. Well, it's definitely not eggs over easy this morning for you now, is it, Cam? <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that one? <laughs> right on this morning. Good. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> But again, like there are songs that I genuinely really like on this album. And I'm probably going to keep coming back to this album because like you said, the production is fucking great. There's catchy ass songs on it. Um, and honestly, this album reminds me of like Melodrama by Lord. And we've been talking a lot of Lord lately, so I'm sure people are sick of it. But like, the, I'll just like in the production elements, the content of the lyrics and like the harmonies and things like that. A lot of it is very reminiscent of Lord's melodrama to me, which is part of the reason I like it so much, I think. But yeah, I have extremely mixed feelings about the album as a whole, but there are fantastic songs on here that I, that I cannot wait to listen to again. And I want to close this whole thing, or at least my perspective of it by saying that I am eagerly anticipating the next big release from her because I want to see if it's going to stay in this, I'm sad because my favorite boyfriend left me. I or could, is it going to go in a new direction? Here's the thing. I could totally see her pulling a Zendaya and just becoming like a fucking huge thing. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And I think that she's been set up for that kind of success. Like the people who are out here saying, and I think most of the people who are saying this are like bitter, like 15 year old boys who don't like that girls have something that they really like. Though mm. they're the ones who are saying this saying that she is uh, olivia rodrigo is an industry plant she's not an industry plant she's been in the industry since like 2016 yeah it, it's simple research just you know she's clearly probably has advantages from being with disney and all that stuff and being able to have access to all those those resources to get huge but to, to call her an industry plant i think is asinine personally Hmm. No, I get it. Um. I yeah. I like the album. I'll definitely check it out and uh, a little bit more, and uh, I'll keep coming back to her. And yeah, I'm excited to see where she goes in the future. I definitely could see her having a huge Zendaya like career, or something more so along the lines like Charlie XCX. Now, this album came out in twenty this year in 2021. How long do you think it takes for her to have the follow up come out? Because we know it's got to be within the next calendar year. It's got to be next year or two years from now. Um, I could see her kind of doing like what Billie Eilish did with like Don't Smile at Me to where uh, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? So yeah, I would, I could, dude, I, I'll be honest. I would not be surprised if she has another full length come out before the end of this year. Potentially. I, I don't deny that. I, I think next spring is the most likely thing. Like next spring, like right before summer. I would not be surprised if by Christmas is another full album from her. Probably. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I do not give it the, I, I will. Yeah. I'll absolutely go with that. But yeah. So thanks for listening to the show. Um, follow us on Spotify. And if you've listened to this album, tell us what you think for Cameron Pierce, the voice of logic and reason. I'm Johnny Zani. Peace. <laughs>